listening to the Taming Crazy podcast with Alicia, Deb, and Sue, where each week we'll share our views from the middle. We're talking the ups, the downs, and everything in between of being a midlife woman in today's world. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. So, shall we just launch? Go. Just launch. Go. Go. Yeah. <laughs> We're very professional now. <laughs> Got the lingo down and everything. Yeah, no. hit the big time. We're <laughs> oh dear, it's all just an act. Well, obviously, obviously. Okay. Well, thanks for that, Sue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Tame and Crazy podcast. I'm Alicia, and I'm joined as usual by my lovely co-hosts Deb and Sue. Hello, girls. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you both this week? I feel like that was a little high. Bring it down. Bring it down. I must admit, I'm suddenly feeling a little bit giddy. It's been a long week. Yeah. Yes. It's been a long week. It's been a long month. We're one month into 2021. God, is that all? It's been a slog, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Or is that just me? Yeah. yeah, it has. Although, you know, one thing that's making me smile... Have you guys listened to the Wellman Sea Shanty craze? Yes. My God. Deb, have you heard it? No, I haven't. Well, you are in luck because... Listen. Oh. Isn't that fabulous? I love it so much. Oh, like a song of the week. Yeah. See, we could do an entire podcast where we just listen to sea shanties. I love it so much. It just makes me want to stand up and just like slap my knee. Is that what you do? You know what I mean? Yeah. We're wearing a nice cozy jumper. Yes. Yes. Sorry, sweater. Sweater, jumper, cardigan, whatever you're wearing. Yeah, something nice, cozy. Mm -hmm. With a beer in my hand. It's huge right now and it's everywhere. And I heard someone say that it might be because we're all feeling like we're adrift at sea right now. And this is striking a chord with a lot of us. Yeah. So something that many of us might be turning to during this pandemic is online streaming of YouTube and Netflix and the many, many new streaming shows that are out there right now. And I think prior to the pandemic, I would never admit that I was binge watching anything because for some reason it feels unproductive and being unproductive really creates a bit of guilt for me. But this last year, of course, has changed everything. And I think most of us have binge watched some of our favorite shows. So do you guys binge watch? And what are you binge watching right now? Yes. Okay, Sue is admitting that she's binge-watching. What are you binge-watching, Sue? Well, I did speak to my kids about this, and uh, they said, Mum, you've watched way too many murder shows. 
Like, apparently it's really hard to find a murder show that I haven't watched. But, as I pointed out, that's only on Netflix. You know, I'm now sharing the love. And I had a, a few months with Britbox where I explored some more murder shows. And now I'm on Amazon Prime. And, yeah, still still finding murder shows. <laughs> that's the dark side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But to be honest, you can't beat a good British murder series. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I dabbled with Taggart. Like, I don't know whether you remember Taggart. And like, I remember the name. Yeah, yeah. it's been mm. a while since I've had to listen to a, a, a Glaswegian accent and it wasn't as easy as it used to be. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I have to put a, a stop to how far I can go back. Because sometimes I'll start watching and go, oh, I remember this series. It was so awesome. And then you start watching and you're going, oh, we've come a long way. (laughs) I need to watch something a little newer, I think. Yeah. Or you watch something and you go, oh, I used to have that dress. That's embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) So I can't remember which of the platforms it's on. But Shetland, I really enjoyed. Yes. Yes, I think that was one of my favourites. And then the other one that I discussed with both of you two is that Welsh one that I forget the name of. Oh, Hinterland? Yes. Loved that. Yes. I really enjoyed it. So I loved that. Oh, I managed to get through all of Prime Suspect with Helen Mirren. Well, that's an oldie too. Yeah. It was interesting though when she was going through the menopause. That that was... (laughs) Oh. (laughs) You know, sort of her, her treatment as a, you know, a female cop. In midlife, that that was interesting, you know, kind of tapped into a different side of my brain. And yeah, I think Lucifer had some new ones as well, which, you know, is always worth watching. Yeah. Oh, and Burden of Truth, which is Canadian. Oh it's on Netflix, but there's a new season just starting on CBC, I want to say. Hmm. Yeah. Excellent. How about you, Deb? Are you willing to admit? Oh, I definitely can admit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except I'm not into, you know, the crime and all that. I There is a couple of British ones, though, that I did really enjoy, and that was Happy Valley and Broadchurch. Like, those two are mm-hmm. probably on my favourite list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, but um, I kind of like a light-hearted... I, I think I'm a hopeless romantic because I love romantic movies or shows or comedies, you know? But I really, another good British one that I really enjoyed was Derek... I haven't watched that. Oh, it's funny. It's good. It's very well done. Yeah. For such a an, a sensitive topic. Yes. He's very good at that, isn't he? The, the mm-hmm. Ricky Gervais. Very good at that. Yeah. I don't really like Ricky Gervais. <laughs> In this one, he he's living in a care home. It's uh-huh. it's very good. It's it's well done. I'll I'll give it a go. I'll I'll try an episode and see how I get on. Yeah, see what you think. Yeah, it's good. So Deb, you're a rom com kind of girl. Yeah, I have my shows that I watch by myself. I have my shows I watch on the treadmill, and I have my shows I watch with my husband, and they're all a huge variation. Yes, you know. But right now, I just started that Bridgerton because Sue oh, said I we need to watch yes. that. Yes. Um, Are you enjoying it? I am. It's good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. And there is going to be a season two. Yeah. Yeah. 
See, I like, well, I like the murder mysteries. I wanted to be a forensic investigator in my, in my next life. I would like mm-hmm. to be one. Well, yeah. we can pair up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. I love it. Like the Unforgotten, that series. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. I like Line of Duty. Mm-hmm. I like Luther. I was obsessed with Sherlock. I think I've watched that so many times. But you know how sometimes shows come to you at a time when you kind of need them? Mm-hmm. And when I was going through some mental health issues, like Sherlock came along and I just, I was obsessed. Mm-hmm. And I think I've watched them, I swear, eight times. What did I watch after that? Oh, The Blacklist. Because of my James Spader oh, admiration. Of course, yes. That's one way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> I do not stalk him, Sue. I, I didn't say the S word. <laughs> yeah. You know, certain shows just come along and you know you find where you watch the same type of shows for so long and then all of a sudden you've switched to some other genre. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I do. But I read some research on the effects of binge watching. And in 2018, before the pandemic, there was a study on people who binge watched either TV shows or YouTube channels while recovering from an illness. Like basically they were confined to their homes, kind of like we are right now. Mm -hmm. And what the study showed was that once their circumstances changed and that Uh, regular life resumed, the binge watching decreased. And they believe that the same thing will happen once we're through this pandemic. So we're going to be okay. That's a relief. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) So basically, there's nothing to worry about. And one thing researchers do say is that planned binge watching is the best way to do it. And that is choosing the shows that you plan to watch is much more pleasurable than flicking through channels. Is that what you still call it? Flicking through channels? Scrolling through channels? I, I don't know. Whatever you do when you're looking for shows. It depends what, you, what you're what using. You know, if you were on a tablet, perhaps you would be scrolling. But if you're on like your, your big telly, then you would still be flicking through them. Okay, so we're still... Okay, we're flicking and scrolling. Okay. That sounds kind of dirty. It doesn't sound good. No, (laughs) It doesn't sound bad, but... No. Inappropriate. Inappropriate. That's the right word. (laughs) So planning what you're watching gives you a sense of comfort, I guess, is what they're saying. And it's much more relaxing. And I, I think I agree with that. I like being in the middle of a series because to me, it's like being in the middle of a good book. You know mm-hmm. that, you know, you're in the middle of it and you know there's so much more ahead. And that's a really comforting feeling to me. But reaching the end of a series is like finishing a really good book. Like it's mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're at a loss on what to do next and mm-hmm. last night, I'm sad to say, I finished Grey's Anatomy. Oh. oh. And I don't know what to do now. It's okay. You'll find something else and you'll you'll forget about Grey's for a little while <laughs> until the next season miraculously appears and then you'll binge your way through that again and you'll go through this for a few days and then you'll find something else and it's just a, it's just a cycle. It's just a cycle. Yeah, I haven't been through that at all. No, it doesn't sound like you have to. <laughs> you don't speak from experience, I can Not tell. Not at all, no. <laughs> no, no. But it's hard because I really like to watch a series that I know that has lots and lots of shows to watch, mm-hmm. you know? 
So when you're binging, do you kind of like, because that's one of the reasons I like to, to have something with loads of episodes as well, because, you know, you're stuck with it for a while. But do you kind of just binge one show at a time or can you kind of go between several? I have to do one at a time. Yeah, I have to do one at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that makes me feel better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's very much like reading a book for me. You know how some people have four books on the go? Mm -hmm. I can't do that. And I think it's because of the way I watch television. I'm in it. I am in that show. Mm -hmm. And I can't switch. Which brings me to (laughs) when she watches a show. Oh, no. (laughs) 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 It is the funniest thing to sit back and watch because... When she says she's in the show, she is in the show. She is nodding her head. She she's doing all the action moves. It's it. <laughs> she's done it for as, as far back as I can remember, and it's quite hilarious. <laughs> oh, thanks for sharing, Deb. I thought that would be a little bit of a, a light moment right there, but it brought me back. She's, yeah. So essentially, what we need is kind of like just do a like a surreptitiously video her as she's watching something so that we can all share the experience oh yes <laughs> it's oh. it's Sorry. quite embarrassing because i mouth the words and everything yeah. like i am in it she's the actress the main she's the main event in there <laughs> oh, moira <laughs> brings me to the point of I I know people like to socialize when they binge watch you know using Netflix party or, or whatever they do so that they can watch and chat at the same time but I don't know how people do that and maybe when you're watching something you're really not in it so you can chat mm-hmm. well I know with our um, pandemic film club There are quite a lot of movies that a few of us have said we need to watch again because it it is exactly that. You're kind of watching the movie, you've got the chat going, so you're kind of keeping an eye on that, engaging with that, laughing at what people are saying and everything, and it's like, what happened? And then someone will say, oh, oh, that was sad. And we're like, what? What happened? (laughs) (laughs) Or it just, it goes like, all of a sudden, like, you know when you get that heightened sort of something's going to happen feeling? Like, it just goes quiet in the chat box. And then somebody will go, a little bit cry. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It's quite nice having somebody to cry with, though. And see, some people enjoy that because it's a connection with other people, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's not so isolating, I guess. So I, I do understand why people do that, for sure. It It is a social, it's f- filling that social void, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't do that with, like, a TV show. It's tough enough watching it at home with somebody else. You know, sometimes they'll be saying, oh, this show and, and, you know, the actors will be, oh, we're going to be live tweeting. And I'm like, how can you be on Twitter and watch a show at the same time? I don't understand. I can't multitask when I'm watching anything. (laughs) Me either. Yeah. When do you binge watch most of the time? Is it in the evening before bed or? Yeah, Yeah. because even at the the weekend like it would be unusual during the day for me to be binging although thinking about it at some stage I did manage to get through all of Emily in Paris during the middle of the day Mm. but I don't know why 
Maybe I was on vacation. <laughs> Let's hope you were, Sue. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember when it was. That's bad. I, I can't. Re- I think it was, yeah, it must have been kind of during the fall. And I had a couple of days off and, and that's what I did. I thought I don't usually treat myself to sitting and binging. So I sat and binged. Yeah, well, sometimes you can't beat a good binge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds weird, but, you know, I do remember one Christmas. Oh, gosh, it must have been quite a few Christmases ago. And Making of a Murderer was on Netflix. Yes. Like me, my husband and the kids, we all like we all spend Christmas together usually, except, of course, this last Christmas. But we watched the entire series and we were glued. We completely mm-hmm. binged right through the Christmas holidays. Mm-hmm. And it was fascinating because it opened up so many discussions because, you know, I don't know if you've watched that show, but every episode left you with more questions than answers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like this discussion that we had about it. And I I found it really interesting and it was really entertaining as well, Mm -hmm. because it's not often you bond over a show on television, but that series really was interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think my husband and I did the same. I think I watched an episode or two and I'm like, you have got to watch this. And so I kind of made him sit and watch. In fact, I don't even think he watched the first one. And so like the second one, he was as glued to it as I was. And that is really quite unusual. We don't often have similar tastes. But Mm -hmm. now it's like, oh, did you see such and such thing? No, I didn't. Oh, I think you'd enjoy that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's the same with my husband and I, Sue. We don't watch a lot of the same I usually watch a couple of shows before I go to sleep Mm -hmm. and that's when I binge watch the shows I want to watch but Mm -hmm. normally like say if it's a weekend we're both watching a show my husband is not interested in the shows that I watch at all (laughs) but he does like a good British detective story Mm -hmm. but you know we've seen so many it's really hard to find a good one now Mm -hmm. well and to be honest that is kind of why I had to branch out a little bit there was a specific reason for me getting BritBox, but I can't actually remember what it was. And then there was a specific reason for me getting Prime as well. Um, oh, to watch Tin Star. That was it on Prime, which I did start binging with my eldest son. And then one night he was like, no, I can't do it right now. Like, can it wait? And I'm like, no, I'm going to sit and watch it. And then I texted <laughs> him and I'm like, uh, so I've seen the end of season one. You need to catch up. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Snows you lose. (laughs) You do have to be careful what you watch before you go to bed, though, right? Because Mm -hmm. it can be really difficult to fall asleep if you've just watched something emotionally stimulating. Mm -hmm. And I had a tough time going to sleep the other night because I watched the Grey's Anatomy episode where Alex Karev leaves and I was so mad at him. I was crying my eyes out because he's my favorite. Mm -hmm. And I was distressed. So damn you, Alex Karev, for leaving. Anyway. I, I was annoyed. I was like, and <laughs> I knew you were binge watching, so I couldn't say anything about it. And I was like, how, how <laughs> dare he do that to Joe? Because she's lovely. And like, what's her name that like, I, I never liked her? What is her name? Izzy. Izzy. Yeah, I didn't like her. Yeah. yeah. Now I like her even less. Well, I'm like, okay, what's going on? Because so I had to Google why he actually left the show <laughs> because I'm thinking, what happened, Alex? Um, 
But I guess mm-hmm. he was on there for 16 seasons. I guess yeah, it's a long, it's a long time. time. But you never know. He didn't he didn't die. Oh, I hope mm-hmm. nobody's watching it. Sorry for spoiling. Well, to be honest, that they're, they're a bit slow. It's been on a while. They they should be well caught up by now. <laughs> they should be. You got through lots of seasons. It took me a whole year, like from the beginning of the pandemic, I started watching it. So I've come a long way. I've grown up with them a lot faster than they did, obviously. (laughs) But I've caught up (laughs) and I now understand what people are talking about. Mm -hmm. So what do you prefer to watch before you go to bed? Is there anything in particular? It can't be anything scary. I'm scared of Ripley's, believe it or not. So it can't be anything. (laughs) Yeah, but you don't watch anything scary in the daytime. No, I don't. I don't. Because my husband works night shifts, so sometimes I get very scared. Yeah. So I have to keep it light Mm -hmm. (laughs) at all times. Like what? Well, before bed. Oh, my gosh. Well, I have to admit that I do still watch Coronation Street. Oh. I've watched, yes. I quite enjoy it and I, I stream it every evening so I can, I'm right up, up to date. But um, I watch things like um, Dead to Me. Did you guys see that? Oh, yes, yes. That was on Netflix, right? Yeah, so that's kind yeah. of funny, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Good yeah. girls. Sex education, that is hilarious. So I, I really like a good laugh. How about you, Sue? Well, as you may have gathered, I, I do kind of like murder stuff. And <laughs> so I'm currently binge watching a series uh, about serial killers before oh. I go to bed. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Does that affect your sleep at all, Sue, or no? No. Well, maybe kind of. A little bit, yeah. but I I do yoga nidra afterwards to kind of bring my brain back down. But it just I I find it all so fascinating that like I I just kind of watch them one after another after another and kind of go from one to the next. So the only one which did stop me sleeping was the one about the Yorkshire Ripper because I was. I was very small when the Yorkshire Ripper was around. I was about six or seven, I think. And, you know, I must have heard something on the news or whatever. And I was actually pretty convinced he was going to kill me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I I kind of struggled with that a little bit. But once I'd kind of got over that, uh, I was quite happy to watch it before I went to sleep. I can't watch anything quite like that before I go to bed because I have a a very active imagination. and, And as... Deb outed me and said, I am in the show. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I should be clear that these are kind of more documentaries about it rather than actual, you know, shows where killings and things are being depicted. Okay. So documentaries Mm -hmm. are a little bit easier because there is that distance between you and the story. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Although sometimes I want to wake my husband up and say, did you know about this one? Have you heard about this one? Well, I don't think that would make me yeah. very popular. No, he probably isn't as enthusiastic about it as you are. Oh, so what do you watch? Well, I was watching Grey's Anatomy. Now, I do have to say, and I will admit this on air, that I have watched a few of the Housewives shows. 
Oh. And the reason is because they make you feel really good about yourself because they are an absolute train wreck. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. once in a while, I'll watch that. But because I spent the whole year, every night I watch some greys. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself tonight. Oh. I might have to watch Brigerton. You'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. The problem is there's only one... It's only one season currently, but there's there's more coming. I know, but then you'll have to wait. And I don't like waiting. I, I like... I'm impatient. I don't think I have the patience to wait for things. Like, I can't watch The Blacklist right now because I don't want to have to wait a week for an episode. So, have you done Suits? Yes. Okay. And you've watched Shetland? Yes. You know, they do say not to watch the news before bed, which is something that people used to do all the time Mm -hmm. because it causes cognitive arousal, which leads to insomnia and active minds have a hard time relaxing. And some of us battle that at the best of times. (laughs) So we don't need that stimulation at night in our brains. Mm -hmm. Although they do say that some people, especially people who worry a lot, or deal with a lot of stress, often find that watching a thriller or an exciting show before bed helps them get out of their own head. So it's almost like an escapism, and it kind of helps to switch off their own personal worry and stress. So, you know, I guess just like anything in life, you just have to do what's right for you, I suppose. Well, you see, I'm not far off the mark then. No. With me murders. You've escaped into someone else's world, Sue, so then you're not in your own, see? So. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you look at them and you go, oh, how, how did things go take that turn? And I think I'm okay. Yeah. Currently. <laughs> yes. Maybe the, it puts your own stresses, they don't seem so bad when you see other people's <laughs> lives. I don't know. So from everything that I've read about binge-watching, It's all good. I think it does help ease the guilt of binge watching for those of you who still feel guilty that we're all doing it right now. And in Europe, there were so many people streaming video during the pandemic that Netflix and YouTube actually had to make an agreement to stream video in a lower quality format so that they didn't overwhelm the network. Oh. So I think we're in good company there's a lot of us out there right now. Mm-hmm. Remember when the beginning of the pandemic where people are like, oh, this is a time you need to be productive. You need to write that book. You need to take those courses and take that class and blah, 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 blah. blah. And then halfway through, we're like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are a year later. Has anyone learned a new language? No. Has anyone no. written the book? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's why everyone's singing sea shanties. They're going, oh, no, that ship has sailed. <laughs> Yeah. Let me sing a shanty. We're all adrift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as much as we like to binge watch, I think there, of course, is a little bit of a downside. Like everything in life, when we overdo something, we end up hurting ourselves because when we're laying or sitting on the couch for long periods of time, we're not doing our muscles or our back any favors. Mm-hmm. Plus, some of us, not all of us, but some of us, may or may not be snacking on things they shouldn't be snacking on. (laughs) So (laughs) 
And maybe that's where the pandemic pounds have reared their ugly heads. And the other problem with binge watching is continually watching the news. And I have to admit, I really did get caught up in that because what was happening down in the States over the past few months, I watched way too much news Mm -hmm. and it was really having a negative effect on my mental health. So I had to stop watching it for my own benefit. How about you? Did you get caught up in the news cycle and binge watching on that? Not really during the day. I mean, that's one of the benefits of being so busy at work is that, you know, I sometimes at lunch, I would kind of just check in and watch the news. But it just got to the stage where I'm like, I can't do this. I cannot hear any more about this chaos. And so I kind of stopped. And, uh, you know, I used to kind of watch it in the evening as well and stopped doing that. And, you know, I am maybe not as well informed about some things, but I can live without it. It's what Twitter's for. Exactly. How about you, Deb? Did you get caught up in the news cycle? Ah, uh, no, not really. I watched a little bit in the morning and a little bit after six o'clock evening. I have to have silence. It's kind of weird. I can't have anything on in the background. As much as I'd like to put music on sometimes, I can't. And I've always been that way. The noise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't have noise on. Yeah, you're like my husband. He's in his office. We have four stories in our house and he's on the top floor in total silence. Yeah. And I'm downstairs and something is on, whether it's the news or music or something is Mm -hmm. always on in the background for me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm a bit like that. Silence is, is a little unsettling for me. I don't know why. I like silence in my brain and then just noise on the outside. Maybe that's kind of what I'm trying to achieve, but it's not working. Um, (laughs) So are there any shows that you keep re-watching or going back to over and over again? You know what I keep thinking I'd like to watch again is Downton Abbey. I love that series. Uh Yeah. And I can't watch a movie a second time. Like once I've seen it once, I'm done. But I think out of everything, that one I could watch again. Yeah, maybe enough time has passed too, right? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that. How about you, Sue? Do you rewatch shows? I tend not to. Or sometimes I'll kind of forget something and go, oh, this seems vaguely familiar. And then I get really annoyed with myself for not having known that sooner. Like in one weekend, I once managed to watch one and a half that different versions of uh, an Agatha Christie thing. Um, <laughs> two different casts, exactly the same story. And it took me about halfway through and I'm like, nah, I'm pretty sure I've seen this before. And I was like, yeah, earlier the weekend. So I, I tend to like it to be new. Downton Abbey I can do again. Mm-hmm. Twin Peaks is on a fairly regular rotation for me and has been for like 20 odd years. But yeah, that's it really. Well, and the reason I ask is that apparently it's really common for people to keep going back to old shows they've enjoyed. The Office and Friends are actually the most downloaded shows right now. They think it's because they're so familiar, right? At a time of uncertainty, we like the familiar because it brings us comfort, which, you know, much like comfort food does. We already have a sort of relationship with certain characters on our favorite shows. And since we're missing out on social relationships, they're filling that empty spot in our lives. Plus, shows like The Office and Friends make us laugh and don't require any complex thought from us. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. 
entertainment. They're not too emotionally draining. And, you know, I was thinking, my husband has rewatched The Office so many times, but I don't think he's actually watching it most of the time. I think it's just on in the background. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how many times have you seen this episode? And he's like, what episode? So I'm thinking, okay, he's really not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, my son's like that. He can watch The Office over and over and over again, and you can still hear him laughing about it. And uh, he was trying to <laughs> trying to explain to me why I should watch it, and I'm like, I'm I'm not interested. Like I kind of watched all of the uh, the British Office when that was on. Oh my god, it's the best. Yeah, like so good. And I watched one episode of The American Office, and I was like, it's just not as good. <laughs> and that was me done with it. Yeah, when it first started, it was awful. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, it doesn't translate. The humor just does not translate. But then they got into the groove of writing it for Steve Carell. And mm-hmm. then it got a lot better. So do you have any other things to share about binge watching? It's just telly, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is just telly, Sue. <laughs> so I guess I have one last question. And that is, what the hell am I going to watch tonight? Oh no! Oh, it's sad times when that is my biggest problem. Yeah, that's a little bit stressful. I think you'll like Bridgerton. Yeah, just do Bridgerton. I'll do that. It it's light and it's fluffy and it's fun. Yeah. Oh, and there's there's some skin in it. I heard, right, Sue? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> so of course I have to give that a go. Mm-hmm. And there's a very good looking actor in it, so that helps. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a few of them. Yeah. All right. Well, then that's worth it, worth a shot, I think. I think so. Okay, good. So before we go, I want to give a big thank you to Nathan Evans, who started the Sea Shanty Craze, because I sing it all day. It puts a smile on my face. And I think we need that right now. The more things we can smile at, the better. So are you going to sing us out of the episode? I'm going to put that on. <laughs> Wait for it. It it really does, yeah. It makes me want to dance. So stay safe everyone, stay sane, and until next time, bye for now. Bye. Bye. Oh, I love my sea shanty. Before you go, we legally have to tell you that all the opinions and information we share on this podcast is based on our own personal experiences and should never be taken as professional advice. We may sometimes sound like we know what we're talking about, but the Taming Crazy podcast is for entertainment purposes only, so please consult with a qualified professional for any and all health advice. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.